Hey, well, welcome back to uh, Texas Cryptid Chat. Uh, I'm sitting down today. With, oh, that's our uh, secret podcast that we we don't tell people about. <laughs> I'm sitting down with Andrew Martinez today from Lone Star Lawn Talk, and I wanted to get him on so that we could do a Texans helping Texans sort of thing as I'm getting the lawn care business off the ground here in Richardson, Texas. Andrew is over on the other side of DFW. So we're not direct competitors, but we are in the same sphere and we're buds. And so I just thought that I'd get him on to give me some advice from his his wisdom of, you know, living through the 115 degree summers. I thought you'd, you'd be a great person to reach out to for some advice. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. Well, it's good to see you anyways. It was great to see you at the Equip Expo. It was great to hook up with you here last summer. And I have to tell you, when you told me about the, you had mentioned before about treatments and getting into the lawn care space, kind of threw me for a loop. I didn't know if you were serious or not. So that's pretty cool, man. I mean, yeah, going from a digital, are you still doing the, the digital side of everything and you're just adding that onto it or? Yes. So the goal is I'm doing it with a couple of partners and yeah, I haven't given you any, I haven't given a lot of the, even the, the listeners a lot of detail here. So this is good. So I've got a couple of buds that I have known for 10, 12 years now. We went to cool. college together. We lived together. We have worked through all of the like conflict that you could have with one another in like a much less mature and, you know, more personal way, even than, than business where it's like, you know, all of the conflict you have with your, your roommates when you're 20, we work well together. We've worked on some other projects. And so it was finally like the stars just aligned. I've been living in a new spot in Richardson and I was training for a half marathon Whoa. and running through the neighborhood and just realized like I was running during the summer when it was super hot and miserable, but I was like, I've got to get out and train. No professional, like what you and I would consider a professional company. There mm -hmm. are none in this country club neighborhood. Really? It's all wow. like beat up 1990s GMC Sierras with no branding. No one's in a uniform. You know, I know it's different groups of guys, but they're all the same, you know, like all the trucks are the same, you know? And so I was just like, where, where is the, the city turf? Where is the, you know, big business that comes right. in here with a wrapped vehicle yeah. and easily recognized employees and they just aren't here. So we're getting started and I see you know, plumbers who operate on a professional level through here, construction companies, there's like constantly remodeling going on around here. And all of those gotcha. companies are in the same, you know, trucks are wrapped, all of that sort of thing. So they have and more, the, they have the tier of professionalism to them and the lawn care folk have like the preconceived notion of, oh, that's just the lawn guy kind of look still, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So, but people care about their their lawns. There's there's unofficial homeowners associations in both of the neighborhoods that we want to operate in, and they both do like yard of the month type things. Oh. And the the competition seems pretty significant. There's a lot of when you look through the like back catalog of who's won, it's not the same old lady every month. Like it passes around. Hmm. So it just feels like a good place to work that is not incredibly high competition. Well, I don't want to sound like negative Nancy over here, but one thing that kind of comes to mind when I hear that initially, I always try to approach 
new add-ons, new services, or if I'm looking at going into business with someone or possibly lessening my service and expanding on something else, I always look at the risk factor. Mm-hmm. And what I guess I'd be kind of intimidated because I, I kind of, we all know how the Dallas market is, you know, it's oversaturated on everything, right? Because we're a big metropolitan area and that's both, I'm in Fort Worth now. I've worked in Dallas. I've worked in South Dallas. I've worked in uh, South Tarrant County, which it's basically I 40 miles South, 50 miles South of where you are, you know, to the listener. And I guess one thing that hits me is like, I guess would there be like a level of training or like a level of trying to maybe a season or two of letting the client know, hey, we're here. Obviously, here's the kind of person that you got that's been the standard of lawn care, I guess. And then it's like, well, now now your team's coming in all decked out, all mowed. Do you think that would scare people away? Or do you think like, oh, you know, we're used to this kind of thing. I want my own personal gardener. I'm thinking about scalability, you know, I don't want people thinking like, oh, this, you know, this guy over here, you know, is charging, you know, still the, you know, 10 year ago rate of 30, 35 bucks for a, you know, quarter acre property when, you know, we're professional and we need all this. We obviously will have to charge a, a larger, a higher rate, you know, and the quality will be there. I, I trust you've been in the business long enough, you know what it takes to, you know, to make a nice lawn. That's where I'm coming from. Does that make any sense? I'm kind of like, you know, I I get worried that you'd spend like the first year or two educating the client, basically educating the market saying, Hey, you know, lawn care isn't just, you know, your own personal gardener. You know, we, we want to be that to you for a, at a level, but you know, the showing up, knocking lawns out in, you know, 10 minutes, you know, whether you're, wrapped with uniforms or not 10 minutes for you know $50 plus $45 plus and this is just all examples I don't know what the pricing is for that market there in in Richardson I'm just kind of brainstorming with you that's one thing that hits me is is, is like the risk factor there but I'm going to bounce that off of you what do you think about that yeah client education wise I I think that there is potential that people are used to. Number one, I don't think anyone's marketing here. I didn't see door hangers, flyers. I, you know, I don't believe that a company without uniforms is doing like an extensive digital campaign that's excluding me. So like, I don't think they're used to being marketed to for lawn care. I think probably it's a word of mouth thing. And it's like, yeah, my neighbors use, you know, this guy that, you know, someone recommended to me a few years ago. Like it's that kind of thing. And so I think my hope is that swooping in and doing some marketing, appealing to pain points, you know, these little fly by night companies, I don't think communicate very well with their clients when there's, you know, schedule disruption or whatever. Like, I think it's going to be some of those traditional pain points that you see with less professional companies. And I think they're used to seeing home service businesses in uniform and presenting well and they're just not getting that from the lawn care landscape side because every other kind of business that operates here is you know doing that level of professionalism and the lawn care guys are just kind of skating by eating lunch in somebody's front lawn (laughs) oh man at least there's no cigarettes and cigarette butts in the in the grass hopefully there's not i that's one thing that hits me which but then the other side of that mound is like well 
what you were just saying. If they haven't been marketed to and the approach is totally different with you, it's a breath of fresh air. Let's just say that, you know, I always, you know, take it back to, you know, my mind goes to who, who you used to work for some years back. And I watched their videos years and years ago. Who, how do you make, you know, long care millionaire for all those who probably already know Jonathan Potoshnik. I always go back to his videos, you know, when I'm thinking about this kind of stuff, you know, what's the market telling you what you said it just right. What are the pain points? What are things that you can implement that they're not? And I remember what he said on, on a couple of his clips there. And I know I, I kind of revert back to this. I default to that. Just that's how my mind works. You know, that's how I've been in the last 10, 15 years of business. I always go back to him. <laughs> right. And it's like, whatever they're doing, do the opposite. And, you know, maybe that is a breath of fresh air coming in like, oh, okay, there's a new presence here. Nobody else is here. So you're going to, you're going to be setting the standard. That's awesome. You know, y'all be the, y'all are breaking in. And it, what, what was it? Is it treatments, lawn mowing and the whole nine or is it? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to come in with, you know, your basic mow, blow and go and okay. some weed and fruit. And then in, to, in an attempt to keep the season as long as possible. We're also going to build in leaf cleanups as part of that oh, basic maintenance package because this whole area, it was the neighborhood was built in the 60s and mm-hmm. it's huge, mature oak trees that are just no, Richardson, like I, yeah, I, I know I've been there a number of times. I have a, a friend that lives out there. And I mean, I don't know if there is a neighborhood that doesn't have a mature tree line <laughs> yeah. there. So, no, Richardson you're absolutely right. It's just, I love it so much. Low energy bills. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where my mind's at. I mean, it's always kind of a flip of a coin. So they're like kind of settled, set in their ways kind of thing. But at the same time, there's probably new, built in the 60s. You know, we're working on, you know, generation number, what, three coming in there now. So there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of money out there. There's, you know, a bunch of millennials buying up homes, having kids with lives and stuff like that. So that's kind of where my mind goes to. And there's a lot more, a lot more thinking of, you know, work smarter, not harder. Maybe they're traveling all week long. If there is or is not a stay home parent there, you know, they're busy, I'm sure with other things. So that would probably be prime for what you're wanting to introduce a good, crisp, fresh presence as far as, Hey, let us take You have, I don't know. It's more eye catching. I guess you could say it's like, okay, we've seen this for the last, how many years we've been living here, ideal client. Right. But then all of a sudden we have a new rush of Oh, this is nice. Okay. Okay. And oh, and they communicate well and they show up. And then you have the person a year in, like, I don't want to, I haven't been sold on them yet, but they've literally showed up the same day every time. And when they haven't, because of rain or whatever, they're out literally the next day or when the next opportunistic time is. And maybe some of these places talk, you know, that use that to your advantage. Get on like the, what are those, what are those, those neighborhood things? The, the apps and stuff. Next door. Next door. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm in, there's a like garage sale Facebook group and I've looked at their rules for businesses posting. They want you to limit it to like once a month, but I'm going to get in there. I'm going to do, do you know, Garrett Matthews? I don't He's think pest so, control no. now, but he, he used to be lawn care. He like slowly made the transition, Gotcha. but he was one of my like Facebook ad mentors and he is a very like non-traditional lawn care marketer, you know, a little alfalfa going there. Yeah, I did. Uh, 
<laughs> but he they had a like pizza trailer and then a big inflatable screen and a projector and they would do community movie nights and they would That's serve cool. free pizza and it would just be like oh. brought to you by Matthews. And like, so I have a projector and an outdoor screen. I might need a bigger outdoor screen, but I can do like that kind of community thing. There's a bunch of parks nestled in the neighborhood. I am not a member of the country club, but I know a few members. Yeah. So I'm planning to like tap that personal network, try to get some community things going that are just like, you know, they're brought to you by Canyon Creek Lawn Care, but anybody can come and hang out. And then one idea I have that I want to float by you. So for our, we have a friend who has a house in the neighborhood. He's agreed to let us, he's agreed to let us take care of his home for free so that we can work out all of our like timing and pricing here early in the season. Yeah. So we're going to do that. But then I was thinking because the, we want to keep it incredibly dense, like exactly what Naylor has done with Clean Cut. Yeah. Where like we're working in a square that is like literally the definition of that Facebook garage that's sale. That's how you win, in. man. Yep. That's how yep. you win. I I tell clients and and employee staff when I have it at the the same. You know, the only way we make money here in the maintenance round, I don't care if it's uh treatments or not, anytime we're doing something like this, density, man. I mean that and, and how you said it, that I mean you can't you literally can't go outside of that square or you're not going to be profitable. And some people don't understand that. And it's like, well, when's too far, right? <laughs> so it's like you say you serve one person right on the other side of the fringe of where you need to be. Oh, right down the street from there, I have a friend. And right yeah. down the street from there, they have a friend. So that's why, you know, I, I'm a promoter of a friend of the show, my service area, Chris Gentry of my service area. That's what he, his, he has a software that can plug in anybody's website that literally does exactly what you're talking about. You can literally have a, an area where you don't want to go or multiple areas. And, and, and it like, it lets the client know ahead of time when they're seeking you out online, Hey, we don't serve this area, but let us grab your information and we'll, and I just think that's groundbreaking for our industry because we're not even 20 minutes into our talk, starting a new business. And you're already saying that, right? So no, that's, that's key. I mean, it's good that y'all can start with the blueprint and w- with a game plan that way where there are a lot of us, oh, we lost our job or, oh, I'm tired of this place. Or we just grab a, grab a mower and throw it in the back of our minivans and, and have at it, right? So I'm glad that y'all are approaching it with a, you know, with a science behind it like that, because that, that, that's how you win from the startup to when you sell it off or what, if you don't do anything, that's how you stay profitable, man. So yeah, 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 no, Naylor, he, I think he only works in like a three square miles or something, something crazy like that. <laughs> I, I think that that's pretty close to what we're looking at. I think it would take you driving on neighborhood roads, like seven or eight minutes to cross the service area. And it's boxed in by highways on two sides and then a college campus and then a major road down here. So it, and I'm hopeful that the college campus provides us access to some part-time labor. And it's the school that we all went to. So we still have wow. connections to some of the student orgs there. Um, That's really good. The, well, I, w- I want to, if you don't mind, I'd like to U-turn and spend some time on, you say Garrett, Gary? Garrett Matthews, yeah. Garrett Matthews. He And you were saying something about like that monthly 
uh, like video or cinema and sponsored by, you know, dude, I've never even thought about that. And that's actually really good because that sounds like uh, from the outside looking in, it's a family town. It's growing. It's well, it's inset, full of values. It's full of, I mean, that's your y'all school right down the road right there, right? That would make, that's basically bringing the community together. Number one, that gets y'all in front of them saying, hey, we're part of y'all. Maybe you can throw something in there of, hey, we went to this school or, hey, we shop at the same shopping center y'all shop at. But that video night, I just, that's really cool. I mean, I, I, I think stuff like that is what breaks it. That will also set you aside from your, let's just say, competition or the other option out there. Because, I mean, that's literally knowing your market. You grew up in the market. You've lived in the market. Now you want to, you know, live off <laughs> the market there, I guess you could say. But, I mean, that's actually really cool. I've never even thought about something like that. We're always trying to think of creative ways to attract people to your business in a, in a unique way that will build confidence and ultimately allow you to get the most. I hate to, I, well, I don't hate to say it, but ultimately allows you to achieve and get the highest price you can per, per unit or support what you're, what you're needing to get out of, out of each stop, out of the route and stuff like that. That's, yeah. that's really cool, especially with a dense route like that. I think that that sets the, that's part of the training that subconsciously sets them up thinking, oh, you know, they're, they're community, they're professional, they care about, you know, bringing this all together and feeding me and my kids pizza once, <laughs> once, once a month and have a wholesome, you know, flick on and they're ready and available to answer questions there. And I oh, mean, so that think, sounds, wait, you think the movie should be wholesome? Well, it depends on the market. I was thinking, <laughs> I was planning on like Pulp Fiction, Seven. Terminator, like 1992 Terminator. No, no, like, oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> a family movie. The idea I wanted to ask you about in addition to, so I'm trying to come up with these like non-traditional marketing things that yeah. I can test that'll also really be cool. like that. good things to pitch to people for Lightspeed, right? Like this gives me a good avenue to test things. Um, so outside of like, you know, I'll be putting on events and stuff, which like anyone who knows me in real life knows that I'm like, I'm the kind of person who's constantly throwing parties. I run a supper club like. I, that's just the kind of like stuff that I enjoy doing. I enjoy entertaining. So like, aside from that, the goal is for this to be just kind of a glorified Lightspeed client for me where I'm running all of the marketing. And then we've got our like field manager and guy who's going to be doing all of that. And then we've got our ops guy who makes sure that we're insured properly and that we're, you know, not breaking any laws. The, the other like kind of non-traditional marketing that I want to do is maybe target some of the main thoroughfares through the neighborhood by offering temporarily free service to some houses along those thoroughfares in exchange for being able to put out a yard sign. Yeah, yeah, or maybe uh, maybe not quite free. Maybe discount it or something. Yeah, you know, like a half like, off. Because at, okay. at least at least at least half off or. You know, hey, regular rate, but let us come through and and treat, or let us give you, I don't know, free Christmas lights. That's a big sale. It's a bit of an investment, but that prolongs it also. You know, so you can at least keep some margin, or maybe I don't know, do a raffle of some sort, or say get a gift certificate. Maybe get with since you like entertaining and stuff like that. Maybe get with a contact there locally. Say, hey, can I buy up 
$500 worth of gift certificates to a well-known eatery there or, a, mm. or whatever and say, can I buy up $500 worth for, I don't know, you know, a third of that. Cause that's marketing for them, right? Cause they're just going to do the same thing you're doing, write it off or, and then you can say, Hey, sign up today. Let us put a sign in your lawn. Uh, you can, you know, enjoy a, a weekend on us, whatever, you know, bef- before maybe giving them, giving it all away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just so that's maybe. Fair. Maybe just at least where you could break even, but at the end of the day, if it's working, it's it's working. And for every free one you give away, you get two. Ah, well, I mean, <laughs> then if it works, it works, you know. But yeah, I, that's my, where my mind that's where my mind goes to kind of retain something so you can at least break even. And I think people understand that, you know, a new presence, a new uh, a new company, you're trying. They're getting hit by incentives with new businesses and established businesses all the time in the mail, on the door, door to door, you know, all that stuff. So, I don't know, something, something to think about possibly. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you're on the right, you're on the right track mind though. Yeah. I want to have us go from, oh, who are these like new guys that I've never seen before to, right. oh, they're everywhere. Like, and part of that's going to be, so at first we're using our field manager we're going to use his vehicle as we're getting off the ground. But then the goal is pretty quickly, we want to purchase a K truck yep. and paint it lime green. And nice. that's have that be, because there's no, there's no reason for us to get on a bigger than a like two lane road in the service area. Wow. So we can zip around in a K truck that goes 40 miles an hour and that's speeding for most of our service area. So. We want to be like seen in all over the service area so that we feel like ubiquitous, which is why I'm considering like we need to like really heavily target the there's like Fall Creek is a big thoroughfare through here. Custer is the other one. Just like really focus on those. And then I another thing that I've been thinking about, it's interesting when you're doing this for there's only so many levers I can pull for clients business Yeah, where like, I'm not there. Right. So like, even though I would love the opportunity to go and like door knock for a customer to be like, yeah, let's just get the maximum ROI we can from this. You know, that's something I can do for this business or I can, you know, we have, we know a couple of college kids, college age kids that we can hire part-time, like kind of right off the bat. And so which, I can that, with, which that's great. I mean, setting up a business, I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. That right there, I mean, you're serving multiple fronts. You're, you're, you're going back. We're using community in there. And part-time help, I've come to realize, is actually kind of nice <laughs> mm-hmm. because you don't have, you're probably not going to be loaded out with work just yet all year long within the first six weeks of opening up. And if you do, wow, I, need to, I might need to rethink my game plan, you know? But at the same time, you have them to come in and probably pay them a nice, you know, a nice little hourly rate and they're, they're right as rain. And that, that helps out so much with uh, the pressures of growing the business. And, and they're, they're probably already expecting part-time work. I remember when I did uh, college work, co- when I was in college and I did work, if I get anything over 35 hours, I mean, <laughs> look out, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> get a big oh, the, thing for a big, coat, the you know? case of PBRs on me tonight, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I want it to be, you know, lawn care is pretty flexible as far as like working around class schedules and stuff. You know, we're going to make it 
clear as we scale up that we're hiring UTD kids. The nice thing is like, they don't even need a car. Like we're walkable to campus. I work out in the gym on campus with a community membership. Like I jog to the gym. Nice. So we're just like real. There were too many things over here that were like, there are too many pluses for this kind of business to not try to take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, I think you got the number one, if there's nobody there and that's Richardson for anybody out there knowing that's a, I mean, yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? There's not a, there's not a presence here. And again, that kind of takes me back to why isn't there that presence here? Was it just never done? And it just, that kind of contractor was just out there and it never really, you're on it. Maybe you're on the next you know, multi-million dollar route, you know, you have no idea. Maybe there's, and then you'll discover a year or so, a few quarters into it. Oh, I can kind of see why, you know, the professional touch as far as long care never got in there, which is weird because there's a lot of treatment companies out there and lawn care companies out there and, and areas like that, which is shocking to me. And we're talking and that's shocking to me because I've been out there a couple of times and it seems fairly affluent. In, I would say the areas in Richardson I've been, you know, especially off of 75 and stuff that's like right there next to industry and, and down, you know, the, I guess, more metropolitan area right there. And, and even closer into just more straight neighborhood areas around school. I, I'm shocked that there's not a presence that you're trying to, but what you're trying to accomplish hasn't already been done. Yeah. And I, I don't know where they are. I don't know. Maybe they're, little... maybe they're doing what you're doing and maybe they're only in like four or five streets and you never see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a tight little pocket here of like pretty high end homes. You know, they were yeah. gargantuan when they were built in the sixties, like pretty right. sprawly yeah. ranches. And yeah, I mean, I just, I'm all in the neighborhood. I would peak mowing season. I was all through the neighborhood and I just didn't see not one uniform. Like I don't, I don't know where they are. Have you done any I mean, Google searches or anything like that for them? Do what? Have you done any like Google searches or anything like that for that area or surrounding areas for something that you're trying to accomplish yourself? I, you know, I know that there are like lawn care services and I'm sure that there's a number of professional ones that were like nominally in their service area. So I have searched for like local lawn care, but I haven't seen any of them. Gotcha. So I don't know if it's just gotcha. been like low competition okay. enough that, you know, maybe I'm going to start an arms race of professionalism and maybe no one's just had to do it yet because it's that'd been be working. Great. <laughs> that'd be yeah. great to pioneer that over there, man. That'd be, that'd be, that'd, we that'd uplift be the, the whole industry. Well, I think, yeah, no, seriously. But I think, do, but see, doing stuff like, like that unique advertisement and like the communal stuff, Things like that, that's going to set you aside from those people. That's going to set you aside from, that's what I was, we were talking about earlier is that's what's going to set the precedence of y'all's company aside from them. It's like, oh, this is nice. This is refreshing. So when you, when they get the bill or when they, there's a different way of doing things, we only do weekly services or we only come in your area a certain time of the, the week, you know, to maintain professionality. They're already kind of, okay, yeah, I know I get that. No problem. You know, I, we, we totally get that. That's what, you know, that's what those other guys probably aren't doing. And, you know, they're probably showing up, you know, two days late. They're not communicating. They're probably, 
leaving grease spots in, in the front of their, the, the client's lawn, you know, and I'm just throwing examples out there that could just, there could be, you know, a number of other things, but that's what, it's stuff like that. It's, it's a different way of thinking in advertisement and, and, and in, when you're doing customer service, or I was talking with Mark Carter with Patriot Outdoor in Oklahoma, bringing up like the filling the dog bowls up when you're there, when it's hot or bringing up like the trash cans on trash day, if you see it down there, or maybe just blowing off the extra patio around the side of the house that they'd never got to kind of thing. I don't know. It's little things like that in addendum to what you were saying earlier with that advertisement piece and already having the baseline of professionality. That's what's probably going to get you. That's probably what's going to let you be sustainable, you know, number one, and also, uh, make a difference in their lives because they're not expecting that. (laughs) And yeah, you may, you may be at the forefront of something new for the next generation or two for that area. Who knows? Yeah. So what is maybe a piece of advice you wish you'd been given at the, the very outset of your business? When I started, it was 2009. And if I, if I started, if I could do it all over again, starting with the CRM, credit cards on file, and either pay as you go for the client, you pay as you go, charge where you're there, or up front, like the week up front, month up front, none of that net 30, none of that net 60. Yeah. That's the foundation. And stick with what you're good at. Do one one or two things at a time that you're good at, you know, and and, and make money with that before pursuing anything else. You know, our business was like a Swiss army knife in the lawn and landscaping world. You know, we had doing trees and, you know, I've heard it before you going into sweet Sue's house and hanging a mirror while you're there or whatever, you know, you know, coming out on, on the weekend, trying to do something for someone, you know, you know, the systemization, I guess, you know, it's a few of them, but if I could do it all over again, if I start like a, like you, if I get into a, another service driven business, uh, I know it's a little more cited for me on the business side it sounds like you know it's more protection i guess for the business as you're setting up that that's what i would do i would have a a good crm doesn't have to be anything elaborate but just something that sets you aside from what you're saying now i didn't even know that was even out there anymore i guess that that kind of that they're still out there you know long term uh credit card on file and you know the appropriate billing structure man that's what that's what i would do and and I would say dense, like what you're saying, but when I first started, that's where my mind went. I just automatically thought, hey, if, if I, I was a bucking, uh, I was a Dan in the van <laughs> and I would, and I would put out $20 flyers, you know, $20 guaranteed. My thinking was if I can get 20 people at 20 bucks in a neighborhood, yeah, it's not the most money, but Hey, it's, it's better than where I was at, you know, the hourly mindset, you know? So my mind already kind of went there. But then I just gradually got out of that mindset. So I think in this day and age, anybody starting in, if they if they listen, I think if they listen to anybody on YouTube or talk with anybody at a conference, I think that's kind of like, which I'm grateful for. Most everybody's already saying what setting up a parameter of where you want to be, and I think that's yeah. becoming more and more inundated into the the new market as far as new people getting into lawn and landscaping. So. That's what I would do. I could do it all over again. That's where my mind's at. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on, doing a little Texans helping Texans with me. Absolutely. It's always great to talk to you, man. 
Yeah, same, man. I'm so excited to see your new business grow. You know, I'm, I'll be I'll be keeping an eye out, man. And if you Thanks. need any more bad advice, man, shoot me a, shoot me a message. <laughs> well, hey, if you liked Andrew's advice, or if you are also excited to see what Canyon Creek Lawn Care does and how that informs how Lightspeed is serving clients, give us a like on this video. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're listening on the podcast, leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. It helps more people find out about the show. And if you have not listened to Andrew's podcast, he has had some great guests, even my old boss, Jonathan Matoshnik, over on Lone Star Lawn Talk, available wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, man, I will see you next week. Yes, sir.